Attend while in high school. Jumpstart your career. Your high tech training starts here. Van Buren Tech, your career, your future, your life. Welcome to the Breakfast Club on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. Highlighting what's good every Friday morning as experts, organizations, and event planners focus on the positive and relevant ways to experience hope. Teresa Getman, Rosalie Placati, and Paul Leyendecker are your hosts on Cozy and the podcast at WCSY.com. The Breakfast Club is sponsored by Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at WhitefordWealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank and Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience. VassarChiropractic.com. Now, today's Breakfast Club on Cozy. Good morning. I'm Paul Andecker with Teresa Argetman and Rosalie Placati. We're knowing our neighbors again this week. There's a lot of generosity around us, not just at this time of year, but all year. And today we start with a snake charmer. Did I read that wrong? I must have read that wrong. You got to give me a warning when you're going to do that. (laughs) This morning, we are pleased to present Luke Dennison, co-owner and co-founder of Snake Oil Roasters. It's the best. (laughs) And, And he's added on Collective Mess, which I just love the name right there. That just, you got me at Collective Mess. Well, thank you. Can you tell us, okay, snake oil roasters. I mean, my husband was yeah. in line to uh, get your coffee and, and Saturday morning. And, and yeah. tell me how that thing came about, number one. Oh, man. So there's a little bit of dispute between my wife and I. The two of us run the place. Um, and I think depending on the day, you know, that will determine who's going to take credit that day. But generally, it's agreed upon that the joke at our house was that coffee was a cure-all. So no matter what was wrong with you, coffee was going to be the solution. You're and here. so we just thought, let's <laughs> let's just use that as a name. Let's just go with snake oil roasters. Oh gosh, I love that. <laughs> it's the be We're just here having fun. All right. Okay. So and you've been in town for how long? Uh we opened up our brick and mortar here about a year and a half ago. It's been that long. A year. Yeah, I know. Isn't that uh-huh. wild? Yes. Well, uh, you know, talk to us a collective mess. I mean, I don't think anybody could guess what that means. So I'm just going to let you run and tell us. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps not. Um, Collective mess um, is, is our newest endeavor and the one that I think ultimately both my wife Kiki and I are the most excited about. Um, And it's a nonprofit that we started that really exists just for one reason and one reason only, which is to feed anyone that is hungry uh, a healthy, nutritious meal. So that's that's what we're doing. Um, and that is the the endeavor that we both feel really pulled to, and, and we want to focus more and more of our energy into these days. So I know there are people who want to, are there really people hungry out there? Is that still a thing? You know, are people still hungry? So... Talk to me about that. I mean, we are in a situation. We, yeah, we really are. And it's, and it's easy to not be aware of it unless, you know, you're one of the ones, you know, afflicted with it, um, or you're really paying attention out there. But a lot of times people might think that, that going hungry and, and food insecurity are issues that exist only 
in other countries or in maybe urban areas in bigger cities. Um, but really, it, it happens all around us in, in every one of our communities. And, and if you're not aware of it, you know, that that's likely because you're in a position of privilege that it's not affecting you or your family or, or those that you love and know. Um, but it really is just deeply rooted uh, an issue, a systemic issue that exists in our in our communities, our neighborhood and in our societies. Well, you know, Paul would know that Paul is the president of We Care Resources. And um, it, it's true. We don't see that necessarily sometimes in South Haven. Right. Um, because there's very much hidden poverty that we don't see. And I know that. um Paul even mentioned that it's it's getting worse than ever. You know, I know the pandemic was crazy, but yeah. um, people are still uh, what, what is that? food um, insecure. Well, they, they yeah. line up at the food pantry every week, and it's gone from thirty to forty to fifty to seventy to ninety a week. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, it really is, and I'm I'm glad that there are organizations that exist like we care i was just by there this morning in fact handing out some flyers um that are doing the the important work in our community and it, it just seemed like there's there's never enough of those organizations there's never enough food there's never enough support there's never enough love for those individuals so we're happy to be able to join the community that's already there facilitating and helping and providing resources so now, there's oh, a go little, ahead Teresa. there's a difference i mean i what you're doing is huge because there's week here and I, and it's not enough, but you have a different slant to what you provide. And, and I think it's valuable. And so, yeah, I want to talk. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. I appreciate that. There's, I think a couple different slants to what we're doing. And, and one of them that is important to us is that all of our meals are vegan. And I know that that's not everybody's dietary choice. Um, which is totally fine. I'm not. I'm not asking for it to be. Um, but it's it's the lifestyle choice that my wife and I have made, and it's the one that made the most sense for us when thinking about this this free meal program. Because if we make all of our meals vegan and have a gluten free option, we encompass everybody. Th- those meals can serve literally everybody, no matter no matter what. You know, many of our meals um, might not be what the the average person thinks about when they think about making a meal. Um, but I, I think part of our submission is to show that vegan food not only can be, uh, you know, is nutritious and is good for you and is healthy and is sustainable and is ethical. I could go on and on, mm-hmm. but ultimately is just delicious as well. Um, and so I'm excited to be able to kind of win over some people. We we had a few people even this first meal that were wholeheartedly not vegan, but came back and were like, you know what? That was really, I don't know what it was. What was that meal? Can right. you tell me more about it? But but it was delicious and I would be happy to have it again. So that's one thing that makes us different. Um, and the other is that while I think food pantries and, and organizations that provide food and ingredients are, are huge, um, I, I'm really excited to be able to offer, you know, hot, ready to eat meals. And, and eventually our goal would be to open a, a full service diner because I want to bring back some of that humanity um, to those folks that might not be able to go out to eat and sit down and be served. I really, you know, that's what my wife and I both want that to be where we end up is is a proper place where we can show that love by serving these meals and and kind of bringing back that humanity to some of those folks that might not feel it on a day-to-day basis. 
That, that's really nice that, that that's a great goal. And I can kind of picture it too. Um, but going back to vegan for just a second. So, um, you know, I know you have a process of getting these meals and when you mention or tell people that it's vegan, do you have people say no, thank you right away? Or they say, sure, we'll try it. We we have not yet had anybody say no, thank you right away. And our shop uh, in South Haven is a vegan coffee shop. And so we've been that way since we opened a year and a half ago. And over that year and a half, I can probably count on two hands how many people have, have found that out and said no, thank you. Almost everybody is like, oh, wow, okay, well, let me give it a try. And I've had I've had countless customers that have now become regulars that prior to coming into my shop had never had oat milk in a latte, had never had almond milk in their coffee. And now they tell me, you know, they self-report and they say, now, whenever I get a latte anywhere, it's oat milk because it's right. it's delicious. It's more sustainable than dairy milk. So not only has the reception been really positive, but I've actually, you know, won some folks over in, in small ways, which is more than I'm asking. Yeah, I, I'm sure that someone may be thinking, well, if you're that hungry, you ought to be grateful for whatever you get and that this wouldn't be necessary. But I know that there's so much in food right now that it makes people ill that there yeah. that it is life or death to eat well i mean that really is life or death for everybody how you eat and yep. we get considered vegan for all the you know often but um so there are people who need it to sustain their health because they're gluten intolerant dairy intolerant i mean they have these horrible things happen and you providing that if they couldn't is like a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think we're, we're very grateful that the community is here and supports our endeavors. And, and, and we feel very fortunate that people have been so receptive. And, and to that point, like we are, our, our gluten-free options have almost doubled um, or our requests for gluten-free meals have almost doubled from last month's meal to this month's meal. So I think as, as the word gets out that we're here and we're doing that and we're catering to some of these needs, there's going to be more and more people supporting us and, and getting behind us and wanting to be a part of it. How how difficult is it to make the meal gluten-free or even vegan? Because, you know, I was, I was with breakfast or very early this morning, and we were talking about how difficult we make food um, accessible, right, and affordable. And mm -hmm. it seems that the process, the fast food's, cheaper than what you would do at home. Um, yeah. I know, you know, they've made steps when we have our, um, you know, farmer's market to have, you know, some kind of subsidy to it. But so, but how much harder and more difficult is for you to make these meals, um, you know, vegan and or gluten-free? Yeah. So I, I became a vegetarian in high school. Um, and, and so I, I lived that lifestyle and I started cooking because my mom, though while she was very supportive, um, was also feeding many of us kids and said, like, I can't change every meal to accommodate your choice. Right. And that was that was fine. So I started cooking a lot in high school and really loved it and fell in love and then became ve vegan maybe eight or nine years ago. Um, and so for me, it kind of happened in small incremental steps and was never that daunting. But mm -hmm. I know for many people, it is really scary to think about, well, uh, if I just started going vegan or eating vegan even once a week, what would that look like? What ingredients right. would I have to buy? What would I use instead of this? 
for me, it's just, it's how I've been cooking and eating now for so long that it, it's not difficult. Um, the gluten-free is a new aspect. Neither my wife nor I are gluten-free. So usually that doesn't get a lot of our, our thought, but with these meals, it certainly does. And that's, you know, I, I see it as a, a unique challenge and one I'm excited about. I'm excited to explore and expand my abilities in the kitchen and learn some new things and be able to to offer those foods to those folks. Well, we're wrapping up our segment, which is too bad because I think we could talk longer. But um, Luke, how do we find Snake Oil Roasters? So you can find us um, at our address at our brick and mortar if you want to come by for coffee or to chat. And that's at 268 Broadway Street in South Haven. Um, And you can also find us online. We have a website, www.snakeoilroasters.com. And there's a page there about Collective Mess as well. And then um, you can find us, both Snake Oil Roasters and Collective Mess, on Instagram. Okay, cool. Yeah, your website's great. I I checked Mm. out your website, a really good website. But thank you so much for offering this kind of uh, opportunity to South Haven. It's much appreciated. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you all. I appreciate the opportunity. You bet. Thanks for joining us. Reach out to us with ideas and comments. You can email the Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. Altogether, no spaces, the Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. We'll be back in two minutes. The South Haven Bangor and St. Joseph Banking Centers, a division of Sturgis Bank, believes in community. That's why they're proud to sponsor the Breakfast Club Friday mornings at 830 on Cozy FM. At the South Haven Bangor St. Joseph Banking Centers, it's people that make the difference. People that can help you build or expand your business. Stop at any of their branch locations in South Haven, Bangor, St. Joseph, or visit SturgisBank.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, downtown South Haven, works to get you out of pain, back to doing the things you love, and avoid invasive procedures. Dr. Vassar believes that working together with you to achieve your goals is one of the most fulfilling experiences. For a different chiropractic experience, learn more and make an appointment at VassarChiropractic.com. Proud sponsors of The Breakfast Club on Cozy FM. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, 330 Kalamazoo, downtown South Haven. This is The Breakfast Club on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM. Highlighting what's good. The Breakfast Club on Cozy is sponsored by Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank and Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience. VassarChiropractic.com. And now back to The Breakfast Club on Cozy. We really appreciate you listening to our show every Friday morning at 8.30, streaming and podcast at WCSY.com. Just click where you see podcasts. I'm Paul Ann Decker, back with Rosalie Placati and Teresa Argetman, all set for part two of today's Breakfast Club. Well, you know, we talked about getting to know your neighbors and, and generosity, and certainly these next guests uh, speak to both of that. We're so pleased to have Pastor Stephanie Norton and Mrs. Pam Lawson um, from our own Methodist, beautiful Methodist church in town. And we're going to be talking about the own open dinner community, open door community <laughs> dinner. Boy, I can't talk today. But welcome, ladies. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. Um, I I think what, you know, not everybody knows about your community dinner. I mean, um, 
it's it's free, which I love that it is free and that you call it a community dinner and not just a free dinner, right? That it has some real purpose to it and and how many people appreciate it. Um, on your sheet, I didn't know it went back 25 years. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We found out it went back to about 1998. And how did that start? I mean, it that's a, you know, it's every Tuesday night. And I know that you coordinate a lot of different people, a lot of different churches, organizations that help you each Tuesday. But who had the 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 wherewithal to say, hey, let's start doing a community dinner once a week? We said, well, it started with um, one of the ladies from the church who went to a church out in California and they had that ministry there. So she thought it would be a great ministry here. And 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 it just sort of fell into into place and um and that's it since uh october of 1998 so wow and you know pam when i talked to you you called yourself the head dishwasher i know i talked to sylvia sperry she said no 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 she's my right hand so so pam (laughs) how how long have you been involved uh about 23 years (laughs) (laughs) oh that's great Wow. Um, and I, I'm sure you've seen some wonderful, wonderful things. Um, Pastor Stephanie, you're kind of new to our area, right? How long have you been with us? Yeah, I've been here about two and a half years. And how are you finding your beautiful church in Little South Haven? Um, I, I'm I'm really enjoying it. I'm originally from Kalamazoo, so it doesn't feel like um, anything too foreign. Uh, but it, it's a beautiful area with wonderful people. That church is gorgeous. And, you know, I look at things like doorknobs and, and door <laughs> hinges and the heavy doors and the wood. It is, it's just beautiful. Um, but let's talk about your dinner a little bit. I know that my mom would go and because her friends went and, uh, and I'm sure you still have those tables full of super seniors that not only go there to eat, but they go there for the the community, um, that's what that's what it is. It's all about fellowship and community. That's what Open Door is. And and I know you're very respectful to everyone. And um, you were even open during COVID. How did you do that? That was tough. Um, but the cooks came in, and there was just a, a little small little motley crew that, and we packed the food, and then they drove up, and we handed out food. I am sure people really, really appreciated that because people became even more isolated and, um, you know, not getting to the market or whatever to cook for themselves. But you have a bunch of different folks that come on Tuesday night, and I'm sure you would welcome that. Am I right? Right. And um, we have many churches that are involved. And that's the thing that I think is so unique about it is that there's so many, there's seven churches that are involved from uh, St. Basil's to Hope Reform, Solomon's Temple, um, Casco United Methodist, Peace Lutheran. Yeah. And uh, give them a shout out. That's beautiful. Yeah. And even AAUW and the Rotary. So we, we've, um, and it's, uh, it's wonderful because it just, it goes so smooth. And it's, it's hard to believe how smooth it goes with all this help. I do remember how smooth when I worked when I was in the Rotary and how that dinner was like a well-oiled clock. I mean, everybody had their space and don't get in their space because right. 
and the other person does this and you 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 do that you know over there but it was a great run but I, what i love that is similar to you and our previous guest is that you say everyone's welcome and people don't realize that this might be one of the great meals that somebody eats that week that's it you know so you talk about the poverty rate in South Haven, I think people would be surprised. Yeah. 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 I think um, we have, I heard recently double the national poverty rate and, and you look around town and you go, man, it's a beautiful town. How is it that we have over 20% of, of our population lives below the poverty line? And so I think this is, this is one of the ways it's a practical thing we can do to be helpful in that. Um, as you know, as as a church, we go well. Yeah, we'll pray for you, but we can also do this too. We can share what we have um, to cover some needs. Beautiful. How many dinners did I miss? This. How many dinners would you say you serve on a Tuesday night? Um, average about seventy-five. Sometimes up to a hundred, but about seventy-five is a good okay. average. Now, this is a population of under four thousand, and when you're serving over 75 meals on a Tuesday night. Wow. Take that in. <laughs> I know. Well, I know my mother really enjoyed it again for the community. Um, you know, I think that I'm certainly a senior and I can feel isolated or maybe not included, but our super seniors, you know, um, folks that are in their, you know, eighties, uh, and, and even nineties, um, they appreciate this because, you know, otherwise they're alone when they're eating. Um, it can, it can get very isolating. And, and I think that you, you also treat the folks not as handouts. And I think that's super important that they're there to eat dinner with friends. And, and, and that's what that means. And I know that I worked it a couple of times and Teresa's right. Um, it's, it's very orchestrated. But um, it's almost—it's also nice to sit down and talk to some of these folks. They might not get that attention, you know. And and I, I love how people spend time on that. Um, can anybody volunteer? Let's just talk about volunteer opportunities or anything like that. Do you need people? Do the different churches? How does all that work? Usually, the churches get their volunteers from their churches, but we're always looking for new volunteers. Really, so, even yeah. if they're not church affiliated. Even, yeah, doesn't matter. Whatever. We're, we're always happy to have them. They okay. welcome everyone again. Well, and, and you have to spend the time cooking there. You cook there, right? Because yes. you have a full kitchen. So yes. you, you do cook there. So that makes it a little bit easier. But that also cuts into your day that I know that I know people would, you know, start way in the afternoon because your dinners are at six, right? Yes. Okay. So you've got to be ready to go because you've got a lot of hungry people at the door. Right. Now, we were talking earlier, six o'clock, man, that would be me having a late meal. <laughs> but, uh, something happened recently. I know that you get your food and uh, donations, something about feeding America and what happened that drastically changed for you recently? They they had a warehouse that we would be able to glean food from them, and they did away with it. And it's all up in Comstock Park, Michigan, and now it's all delivered by trucks. 
and you have to go online and order it where we could go down there and pick out food. But it's so it's it's a little different. We haven't really dealt with that too much yet, but we're hopefully we're going to learn how to do that better. New method. Yeah, that's too bad that warehouse closed down. I know a lot of people depended on that there. Um, Feeding America is great. You know, they they do a huge job and um, they do it well. Well, and so do you. Do you ever, um, has there been any mix-ups or, you know, did, I, I know that I've made some really bad meals. So um, have you ever had any complaints from your folks to say, hey, I, this is awful or it's burnt? Not really. Not unless they set it outside here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and you and you also, you, you add sometimes, I think you have some giveaways like food or personal care. Do you still do something like that? Yeah, that's actually, um, it just happened on Tuesday night, the the 12th of this month. And what was there? Oh, uh, personal care items uh, were handed out. Deodorants, lotions, shaving cream, razors, toothbrushes, toothpaste, soaps, things like that. I'm sure that's appreciated. Paul knows all about that. It's the personal care that really eats Mm. into your budget. Um, and it's not covered by any kind of a benefit card, usually. Yeah. That has to come out yep. of cash. Oh, my goodness. So if anybody's heart isn't just, like, full and wanting to help you keep this cause going, I would be shocked. So let's give them some information right now so they know, <laughs> just in case they have to leave early. Give them some information on how to help you further this cause. Yeah, if um if people want to have a little bit longer conversation, then they can reach out. Uh, our website is southhavenmethodist.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, South Haven First United Methodist Church. Um, we're in the phone book. We're, oh. we're area code 269-637-2502. Um, but it's it's so easy to plug people in. Um we had a, a young man who recently began attending church and, um, you know, we just plugged him in as, as another dishwasher and it's been great. So even just volunteering like that, he can make friends, meet new people. Um, so yeah, if, if people are interested, you know, there's a variety of ways to help, whether it's donating money so that we can go through feeding America to buy food and we can get it so much cheaper through feeding America. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Um, you know, if, if people want to volunteer just to be a worker bee, to wash dishes, to cook food, um, or even just to come and, and have people to have dinner with, you know, there's so many ways to get involved. So like, like we keep saying, everybody's welcome. Right. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. You know, it's been going on for 25 years and we just really wanted to do a shout out to your very, very hard work and your very much needed work and, and how appreciative we are of it. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Here's an opportunity. If you don't have the money and you're not able to stand up and wash dishes or whatever, you can be a dinner companion. Everybody can do that. Yeah. All right. Well, Merry Christmas to both of you. We love it when you share ideas and comments. Email the Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. One long word, no spaces, the Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. Of course, you'll find podcasts of the shows there as well. For more inspiration from Teresa R. Getman, we hope you'll visit enterprisesllc.com. Have a great day.
You've been listening to The Breakfast Club, highlighting what's good every Friday morning at 8.30 as experts, organizations, and event planners focus on the positive and relevant ways to experience hope. The Breakfast Club on Cozy is sponsored by Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank and Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience. VassarChiropractic.com. Join us again next Friday at 8.30 for The Breakfast Club on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. Find a podcast of today's show at WCSY.com. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, downtown South Haven, works to get you out of pain, back to doing the things you love, and avoid invasive procedures. Dr. Vassar believes that working together with you to achieve your goals is one of the most fulfilling experiences. For a different chiropractic experience, learn more and make an appointment at VassarChiropractic.com. Proud sponsors of The Breakfast Club on Cozy FM. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, 330 Kalamazoo, downtown South Haven. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers, a division of Sturgis Bank, believes in community. That's why they're proud to sponsor the new Breakfast Club, Friday mornings at 8.30 on Cozy FM. At the South Haven, Bangor, St. Joseph Banking Centers, it's people that make the difference. People that can help you build or expand your business. Stop at any of their branch locations in South Haven, Bangor, St. Joseph, or visit SturgisBank.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. At Whiteford Wealth Management, they have the pleasure of serving clients in nearly half of the country from their beloved South Haven. Rest assured, with Whiteford Wealth Management, you will always get simple, candid advice based on the wealth of knowledge and experience in tax, legal, and investments. Clients trust Whiteford Wealth Management with their life savings, and they earn that trust by recommending products that they use themselves. Whiteford Wealth Management. Let them help you build wealth. WhitefordWealth.com. Proud sponsors of The Breakfast Club on Cozy. The Breakfast Club on WCSY-FM South Haven is paid for by Enterprises, LLC.